Hello? Yo, what's up, man? Hey, are, are you at the uh, airport right now? Yeah. Do you got time for a quick second to do this podcast before we uh, before you get on the airplane? Uh, yeah, it actually got delayed, um, so I have a little more time. Um, do you need to do it right now? We're, I mean, we don't need to do it right. I, I was trying to get. I thought it left at seven thirty-seven. Do you want me to call you back? Um, let me uh, let, let me call you back uh, when I get settled somewhere. I'm still I'm still walking towards the gate. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, man. Peace. Hey, hey, Dash, you want to come say hello to Roster Watch Nation? You want to say hello to Roster Watch Nation on the podcast? Say hello, Roster Watch Nation. Hey, Roster Watch Nation. <laughs> My name is Dash. I need this Dash. <laughs> do, you, do you have anything else you'd like to say? Uh-huh. What else? I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, citizens of the universe, fantasy footballers, Dynasty League dirtballs, NFL draft fans, and DFS degenerates worldwide, this is the Roster Watch Podcast, presented by RosterWatch.com. Roster Watch Nation, prepare for pop, flash, and sizzle. Prepare for knowledge bombs and cockamamie business. The Roster Watch crew is here to deliver the goods you can't find anywhere else. Here is your host, RosterWatch.com Editor-in-Chief, Alex Dunlap. Yo, yo. So, all right, so what time are you delayed until? I'm delayed until almost 8. So almost 8. So it isn't that big a delay. Well, I mean, I was supposed to fly out at 7.30. 7.37? I mean, that's a 23-minute yeah. delay. You can Which airline? No, but, I, but that's, just, that's just getting on the plane. It'll be another 20, 25 minutes before... It goes anywhere. So oh, you're saying? Oh, oh, so you're saying you're going to board at eight? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it, it it got pushed back an hour. So which which airline? What's that? Which airline? American. Oh, and, and Byron booked it, didn't he? Byron's what? <laughs> did did Byron book it? No. You so you so you booked it yourself, and you booked it on on you booked it yourself on American Airlines, just yeah. n- knowing that it's American. Jesus, I would never willingly book on American. I was just looking for the best times. I mean, I was kind of. I mean, this is this whole thing is kind of a time crunch, and so I was just trying to find the best times that fit with the schedule. All right. Well, speaking of, the, a lot of right, so didn't quit it. Speaking of the best times, it's, it's the Trash Man here with Alex Dunlap on the Roster Watch podcast, and he is in right now. New Orleans just got done taking in one day of Saints camp. Uh, Trash Man, you're heading. I think you're heading to Chicago, correct? Yeah, that's where I'm going next. So Chicago next, and then from Chicago to Cincinnati. After that, uh, after that, we'll see about Tennessee. We'll see about Kansas City. But it was a quick day today in New Orleans. Uh, he's in the New Orleans airport right now waiting to board his plane. So let's just get right into it. Let's start off with the media policy there. What a fucked up media policy that the New Orleans... 
What the fuck, dude? You, you're not allowed to have your cell phones inside practice. Well, uh, the thing was, initially it was scheduled to be an open practice. Their outside practices are open practices, and I guess their inside practices are not for some reason. Um, and so they moved it inside, and they also moved it three hours later than it was supposed to be. Um, and so I couldn't use my phone. And my phone is what I take pictures on. I snuck a few in. So <laughs> hopefully that's uh, <laughs> come out okay. And um, we were able to take a few after the practice, you know, whenever Drew Brees and Sean Payton came out to speak. But, you know, it kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of, a, it's, 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 it's problematic format for future uh, visits out here, I think. Every single, every single trip that we have taken to the New Orleans Saints camp has been problematic with, with the, <laughs> I'm serious. Like I remember one, the last time that I went there with Byron was probably in 2012 or 2013. And the media guy, Justin there, he, he, he actually wrote my editor at the site, at the, uh, at the newspaper that I was working at covering the NFL beat at the Austin Chronicle and wrote him and said that I was trying to get photographs with myself and players like a fan. And I just said, what the fuck are you talking about? That's the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard in my life. I would never, ever in my life try to get, you know, try to, um, use a, a media availability to, to, you know, get f fan photographs of, of me with anybody else. And then he, uh, he ended up having to apologize because it was somebody else, but he was on huge red ass tilt about this whole thing about me getting photos with, 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 um, with certain players. And so, and now we just get there, it, dude, none of these other places, we're, we're going to have a bunch of these podcasts this week with the trash man and with Byron as both these guys are going from camp to camp. And Byron today had, awesome availability at uh at at 49ers camp he had incredible availability at seattle camp we know that denver camp is always like fort knox but it seems like maybe one of the assistants there trash man understood your plight was he able to hook you up with a, because you said you got a little bit of, of michael thomas sound so you, you were able to at least get uh, some time no, with i i did that completely on my own how <laughs> everybody everybody was waiting Everybody was waiting for uh, Sean Payton to come out, come to the podium. Michael Thomas happened to be walking, you know, to the to the locker room, and I crept away and I stopped him before he got out of the door. Well, he was walking with me. He wouldn't he wouldn't take a picture, but I got him to uh, you know give a station idea, give a little you know, ask, he, he allowed me to ask one question. So, <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I did that. I did that. I did that. I did that on my own reconnaissance. It was a. Uh, it was, a, it was a stealthy operation. Hey, it wouldn't be roster watch if somebody wasn't on tilt, and we and it's always a stealthy operation around here. I will, if Trashman gets it to me, I will drop that one question he was able to ask right here. How do you think your role has changed from last season to this season? Um, you know, whatever the coaches ask me to do, um, I'm going to try to do it to the best of my ability and do it at a high level and help this team put points on the board in one game. Well, I just asked him how, you know, his role has changed from the 2016 season to now, you know, some things have, some things have changed there in the, uh, by receiving core, you know, and, and, you know, he, you know, he gave the, he gave the, he gave the, uh, I guess, yeoman's answer there, but you know, how he just wanted, you know, to, 
to do whatever he was asked to do for the team. But, you know, he said the right things. And actually, I think, you know, I think there was a, I think there was, you know, some word out of college and Michael Thomas is a little bit problematic character wise, but mm-hmm. I was just talking to him. Uh, Vinny's a guy to talk to, a nice guy. Um, I think he's going to, I think he's going to be a star there in New Orleans. And so, and so, all the stuff we're hearing about him being such a freak in, in practice and everything like that. Everybody's saying that he looks like he's poised to be Drew Brees's, you know, most prolific pass catcher. Now that Brandon Cooks is gone, do you think that that's hype? Is I mean, is there something to it? Clearly, the media there believes that there's something to this. You know, what they did—they spread the ball around a lot today. Um, Thomas got a lot of action, but then again, so did Ted Ginn. And um, Willie Sneed, you know, he moved around the field more than anybody else. You know, he played out of the slot. He played out wide. I think there's going to be a lot of Sneed. So so that's interesting because everybody's thinking that uh, Willie Sneed is going to be the primary slot option with Ted Ginn uh, at the at the Z wide receiver at, with uh, Michael Thomas with his physical uh, beastliness at the X wide receiver, his ability to get off the press at the X wide receiver with Willie Sneed exclusively at the slot. You're saying that Willie Sneed is not somebody who we can consider as only a slot option. Like you saw him lined up outside today. Like you saw him lined up. Yeah, all at over least, the- I mean, at least according to this, you know, this practice that I saw, yeah, he definitely played outside on several snaps. And this and, and 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 this is a private, you know, closed practice, an indoor practice. So, uh, very very good information here from the Trashman about Willie Sneed. As far as you know, just how these guys looked: Ted Ginn, Michael Thomas, Willie Sneed. How did they look in the passing game? I mean, they, they all look like they knew exactly what they were doing. Ted Ginn's very involved. Um, he's also involved you, you, in the. You keep uh, talking about Ted, Ted Ted Ginn. Is he being like? I mean. It seems like the first guys that I don't even want to talk about Ted Ginn, <laughs> you know, and you and you keep bringing him up. It's just, it's just, it's just he was involved in multiple facets of the game. You know, he's one of the primary kick returners. It looks like, um, you know, he 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 played he played opposite uh, Thomas a lot on the field. Uh, you, you know, he, he just saw a lot of them. So, so do you think that Ted Ginn is going to be somebody that's a fifth? 50% snap participant, 60% snap participant, 70% snap participant. I mean, is he a guy who you think is going to – do you think that his snap counts are going to go up from his time in Carolina where he was sometimes only a 50% snap participant? You know, I think I think it'll probably be – I mean, I, I mean, I think he'll be on the field a lot, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't really I – I mean, I didn't see a lot of Coleman. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk that he's doing a lot in camp. I mean, I personally didn't see a lot of him today. You know, maybe it was just a rotational thing um, and, you know, time allotted to the different drills. But it seemed like, you know, on the field most of the time was Thomas, Ginn, and um, Willie Sneed. Someone else, though, who I saw, you know, quite a bit was uh, Traven Durrell. Um, they get him, you know, quite a few snaps. Traven Durrell? That, that guy sucks. They, I mean, they seem to think he's, you know, he, he plays fast out, out there on the field. Um, he doesn't <laughs> play. He, he's had, he's had, he, he, he plays like a slug on the field, at least if you look at the senior bowl. I mean, like if you, if, I mean, like Sean Payton after, after the practice was, uh, you know, talking about how, um, how, how he had, how he's playing fast on the field, quick feet. So, 
I don't know. Maybe he's one of those guys that, you know, steps up during the game. Ted Ginn currently going as wide receiver 58. Do, do you like Ted Ginn? Do you know a guy who's going right after Ted Ginn uh, as far as fantasy mm. pros ADP? Zay Jones. Clearly you like Zay Jones better. Yeah. Do you like Yeah, I do. Do you like Mohamed Sanu better? Uh, I, I, I don't. I don't. Do you like uh, another Falcon? Do you like Taylor Gabriel better? Um, you know, I don't. Well, I do. Actually, I do. You like Taylor Gabriel better. better? Right now. Do you like Laquan Treadwell better? Do you like Marvin Jones better? Uh, man, I'll give Marvin Jones another shot. <laughs> you're giving him another shot. So basically, you, you're saying that you probably think that Ted Ginn, despite the fact he was probably more involved than I was anticipating hearing from you, that he's still probably a Ted Ginn kind of player, which is just you know nothing more than a wide receiver four or a wide receiver five on our fantasy teams and a matchup dependent DFS play. I mean, that's hard to say. He, I mean, I think he's got up, definitely got upside for more. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Well, I mean, he's on the, he was on the field a lot with the first team. So you're saying, that, um, all right. So you're saying that the snap percentages or the snap percentages look to be going up. Yes. Okay. How's that? How, there's also a young kid, Tommy Tommy Lee Lewis. Oh yeah, I no, no, yeah, he, yeah. He, and 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 he was a he was a minor snap participant last year as as well in a special teams guy. Is he any good? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he made he made quite a few plays today. Um, was able to get open. He's a smaller guy, but you know, um, he's actually somebody that stood up to me a little bit today. And Saints camp, man. I like these Saints camps. These the media relations at the at the Saints are just the absolute pits. They're not, they aren't going to be winning any PFWA awards. But whenever I was there, uh, it's probably 2012, 2013, the the guy who was always the training camp darling was was Travaris Cadet. And so I, so and I got burned on believing in a Saints training camp guy like Travaris Cadet. So. I'm not sure about how I feel about these guys who, you I mean, Cadet was used a lot. To, I mean, it seemed like he's ahead of Kamara right now. Really? All right. Well, let's, uh, I mean, well, it, well, let's talk about Alvin Kamara. Kamara was used almost primarily, um, almost exclusively in the passing game. Um, he, I mean, and he played, you know, after – Cadet after um, AP after Ingram, um, he actually you know he didn't get a lot of action, but he you know he was involved in the kicking game. He'll be one of the primary kick returners, it looks like. Um, but I think that yeah, they're still working him in. And you think for redraft purposes, he's just he he, he should probably be off off your board and just got a guy on your watch list. You think? Yeah, I mean if, if I mean if anything, a late late round flyer. What about for Dynasty? Do you think that, I mean, do you think that this is a role where he could eventually ascend to it, like a, a, a Darren Sproles in that, in that I offense? Mean, I mean, absolutely. You know, he, he, he showed quickness. His hands were good. Uh, I think I maybe saw him drop one pass 
And, um, you know, yeah, but there's so many good running backs that there. I mean, like, AP looked like a beast. AP looked like he hasn't aged a day on the field, ran hard, caught everything that was thrown his way. But then again, so did Mark Ingram. You know, both of those guys could start on any other team in the NFL. Well, all right, so then that, that's the, we probably buried the lead with, with getting into these guys. And, if, and, and let me ask you, while I'm hearing all this shit in the background, what, like, what's the deal with the New Orleans airport? How is it? I've never been there. I've, I've always driven to New Orleans. Oh, I'm underwhelmed. You are? It looks, I mean, yeah, it looks like, it looks like something, that, it looks like they haven't remodeled since 1988. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. This is, this is, this is bad. Any yeah, good, any good yeah. dining options? What's that? Any good dining options? Um, I'm sure there are. I haven't really checked them out yet. Hopefully I have a little bit of time after this before I have to jump on this plane. No, right. we'll, we'll, we'll try to get you out of here soon enough, but there's still more shit to talk about. Um, let's, let's, let's just transition to the running backs. We talked a little bit about Alvin Kamara. All right, so we talked about Mike Thomas. We talked about Willie Sneed. We talked about uh, Ted Ginn. Uh, just before we transition completely to running backs, just still on the wide receiver tip, as far as snap percentages, based on 11-on-11 work, do you think Willie Sneed or Ted Ginn is going to be a higher snap participant this season? Willie Sneed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then, so, uh, moving to the running backs, we've, we've talked about Alvin Kamara, just AP... Mark Ingram in eleven on elevens. Did did you did you take account of who was the first man up? Did you like like was there a first man up? Was it anything where it was obvious where it was like Ingram I mean, was the first guy or something like how how's, how did AP, that work? AP AP was the first guy on those eleven on eleven drills, but when they were just you know working out uh, the running backs, you know Mark Ingram uh, he was actually the first guy um, when when they did their first uh, running back drills. Oh, um, hold on, know, hold on. So wait, Mark Ingram asserted himself during the time that he could assert himself to be the first man up during the running back only drills. But during the drills that yeah. were assigned by coaches, they had AP the first man up. He was the first, but Ingram was the second, and they and they and they and they worked back and forth. You know, I really don't think there's a lead dog here. I mean, if anything, I think AP is you know higher up than I thought he was going to be. In the pecking order, I think it's about even. Um, whereas, well, I, coming in, I thought England used a lot more. I just think that I think that it says a lot to me that you're saying it a closed practice. It was an indoor. Did, did it get moved indoors because of weather? Um, I do not. They did not say why it was moved indoors. Because that media relations staff is garbage. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't have a lot of things to say besides no. <laughs> They're just the worst, dude. Like that beat will even tell you, man. They're the, the fucking worst. I'll be. I'll be honest with you though. The um, uh, the kid Evan, I guess, who was working under Justin. He actually, you know, he did what he could uh, to try to get more access for me. I don't give him the benefit of the doubt. He, he seemed like a, you know he was trying to be helpful yeah no i mean that's how they always are they just they look at you they're like man man my man my hands are tied this dude justin sucks like whatever so i don't i have no idea how that guy sticks it's 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 justin macion i think they're with the uh they're yeah. with the yeah they're with the um 
there with the Saints, and his job is media relations. It's like you're supposed to relate to the media. That's the last thing that this idiot does. Um, and, and, and to be honest, he's probably going to hear this. It's going to get back to him, and he's going to try and fucking come back and bitch at somebody, and guess what? Roster Watch is owned by Roster Watch Nation. And so <laughs> we'll tell him to go bitch to all of our all of our roster watch pro supporters. So let me just ask you, trash man, um, quickly, and I'll, I'll I'll let you get out of here so you can try and go get some food or something before you get on this airplane and head to Chicago. Hopefully, I'll be able to get on the phone with you tomorrow for another quick podcast for for all the nation. But when you look at the ADPs for uh, for these guys, just let me try and pull it up real quick and just see where the ADPs are. Adrian Peterson at 66 overall, so you're looking at uh, uh, pick six around five. Mark Ingram, you're looking at 53 overall, so you're looking at pick five of round, I don't know, 53 overall, so Mark Ingram will be pick five of round five. With Adrian Peterson, you're looking at like pick five of round six. Wh- which one of those guys are you, are you going to be going with if you have to choose one of those guys? Mark Ingram, middle of round, er, middle to early round uh, five, or Adrian Peterson, middle round six? Is it one of these deals where you just say, like, I feel like it's kind of even? I want the guy who's being drafted later. And honestly, the guy that's a future Hall of Famer? I mean, that's what it seems like right now. You know, they, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a really long practice as far as, you know, those drills went, uh, 11 on 11, but it did seem like, you know, uh, um, they traded, you know, on and off the field pretty evenly. Um, so yeah, if I was, you know, if I was going to take one of the, one of the two, you know, I wouldn't mind waiting for AP around later in hopes that, you know, he would have a comparable, uh, year fantasy wise. It, well, but clearly, if they're being traded all, but if they're being traded off and on the field evenly, doesn't that like are these from the from the outset? Does it look like these guys are going to cannibalize one another unless one of them gets hurt? Um. Well, they both look really good. I mean, they both look like they can break off big plays. They're both going to be involved in the passing game. Um. I don't really see like they're going to be cannibalizing each other. There's, you know, there's going to be a lot of balls. Um, to go around between the two of them. I see it like, you know, a similar to a, a Freeman Coleman situation there in Atlanta. Um, so I think you're going to get be able to get value out of both of these guys. Good value. All right. Well, he, he is the trash man. He's taking 20 minutes here to talk to us while he's waiting for his goddamn airplane that got delayed. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. Trash man, you're heading to Chicago tomorrow. What time is practice tomorrow? Practice tomorrow is, I believe, at 10.30 a.m., 10 or 10.30 a.m. And then are you going to be there for the whole day, or are you having to fly out of there immediately? Uh, I, yeah, I'll fly out the next day, actually. I'll stay the night in Chicago. All right, so we'll be able to get a good podcast tomorrow, be able to kind of kind of be able to, uh, if, if we need to touch back on any of these subjects, we, we'll be able to touch back on it. But for now... We'll let you get out of there. Go, go get some food. Go get on that flight, man. Have a, ha, have a safe travels up there to Chicago, brother. All right. Thanks, man. Word, man. I will talk to you soon. 
The Roster Watch Podcast is brought to you by Roster Watch Nation, our pro community at rosterwatch.com, who, for less than a cheap cup of coffee, uh, support us in all of our maniacal efforts, uh, support us in the creation of all of our tools, uh, all of our travels, everything that we do to make sure that you win fantasy championships. The 2017 Roster Watch Cheat Sheet is available now at rosterwatch.com for our pro members. The revolutionary cheat sheet that changed fantasy football forever is back only at rosterwatch.com. Winning fantasy players don't use outdated magazines or expensive draft software that's impossible to navigate. The Roster Watch Cheat Sheet is a magic sheet of paper. All you have to do is follow the three simple rules. That's it. Three simple rules. Guys, it couldn't be easier. The Roster Watch Cheat Sheet, an expert quality draft is guaranteed. The Roster Watch Cheat Sheet, it's mystical, it's magical, it's mythical. The Roster Watch Cheat Sheet, it's only at rosterwatch.com.